In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. And uh, Rick Swanson just ran out of the office, probably for his life. <laughs> he better. He better, man. I cannot believe it's Halloween coming up already, Christy. I just I just barely got through the start of school. I know, I know. Where did September go? It just I don't know, it just evaporated out of thin air and all all that I've heard is I don't know whether to be Harry Potter or um who's that other idiot from Pirates of the Caribbean? Jack Jack, Jack Sparrow. I wanna be Jack Sparrow. I'm like, could you pick a costume that's not gonna be forty bucks? <laughs> yes, please. I know. I don't like hand them and go here. Here's a box. Here's a sheet. You figure it out. <laughs> well, I well the kids. My kids are changing their mind like daily. Well, all I want to be Hannah's like I want to be a. I think it's like a Spanish dancer, and she's like, Mom, you here's a costume in your size. You could be a Spanish dancer too. I think its name is Rosa. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, I want to be a witch. Oh, no, I want to be a vampire. And the boys are keep changing their minds from superhero to superhero. And so I, I don't even know what to buy them or what to do yet. It's just too much. It's too much. I, you know, Max came to me the other day, and he's like, Mom, I don't know what to be for Halloween. And I'm like, you know what? Curl up into a ball, get in the fetal position, and cry, and then you can go as your mother. <laughs> and then you'll know how Halloween feels. <laughs> You know, it's very stressful. I mean, because I have to get dressed up, too. Let's be honest here. Halloween is not just about the kids. It's not just about the candy. It's like your chance for one night out of the year to be your alter ego. Depending, yeah. Like, I'm always something ugly. Well, (laughs) what does that mean? Well, you vetoed my naughty nurse outfit last year. I looked super cute in that outfit. Well, you did, but I'm just saying. Okay, well, you didn't want me to go to jail. I get that. I look like a streetwalker. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. Oh, you know what Rick just said the most loving thing to me? What? He said he will wear my naughty nurse outfit. <laughs> oh. Oh. We still get, get put to good use. It will. He's going to have to do some serious manscaping, though, if he's going to wear the little booby top. <laughs> and the short skirt. And the, Well, the short skirt. He's got kind of thick legs. I don't know. I don't Aww. know if he can pull that off. <laughs> he says he's got hooker legs. I, I don't know what that means, but those of you listening at home, just fantasize away because we're over here going, ew. 
<laughs> Aw. But it's really hard. I mean, these holidays are stressful. I don't, I don't remember them being as stressful when the kids were smaller. I think because money is tight and, you know, time is short and, and it's just, it's like there's so much to, to get done, you know, like decorations to put up. And I usually have that Halloween party, you know, and, and it's just, I'm, I'm very stressed out about Halloween. I feel like we just had your Halloween party. I know. I mean, seriously. It, it took me probably three months to, to detox after that party. <laughs> I swear, I feel like we just had it. I know, I know. Can you believe it's a year ago? No. I know. No. What did you go as? You went as a witch, right? No, I was a scary, very scary. I was like a vampire witch. You were a vampire witch. Well, Rick was yeah. a convict because he was the only one in bright orange. Yes, he was. And what did I end up going as? You were a witch. Was I a witch? You were a witch, I think. Oh, I think so. I don't know. God, that was the party I couldn't even remember where my car was, and it was in the driveway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was the party that I, I got here, and there was nobody here. I'm like, what the heck? I forgot about that. Yeah. I was at Rick's mom's party, yeah. having a great time, drinking and dancing and having a great time, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get home for my own party. And yeah. I think it started. Texted me. Yeah, I was like, where are you? <laughs> like, is this a joke? Because I'm here dressed up all by myself with two chips, and there's two other people out here. <laughs> like, uh, what's going on? Well, thank God for the pastor's wife, because she was the only one not drinking, and she was able to drive me home. <laughs> yes, thank goodness for her. She did, and it was a good party. It was a very crazy rockin' party. Yeah, it was fun. We went to the wee hours of the morning. But that's the least of my stress, is the adult part of the party. It's the kids' part of the party, because, you know, when I was growing up, Christy, and I'm sure this is the same for you, my mom just put out chips. She put out, you know, peanuts and, you know, bee stinks, all the things kids could puff up and have anaphylactic shock with. <laughs> nice, nice. Now it's like, well, this one has a sugar allergy. This one has a peanut allergy. This one has this allergy. I'm going to throw a cat <laughs> the next kid that comes in just to see what happens. It's just to see. These allergies are killing me. They suck the fun out of everything. I know, but they can't help it. I don't know. Sometimes I think it's the mothers that are way too... I mean, I get... <laughs> well, I, right. I want to have cupcakes, and I want to have peanut brittle, and I want to have cat hair everywhere. I don't want your kid coming and puffing up at my party. Exactly. There, I said it. There, I said it. I'm the mean, worst mother ever. Like, and just give me one of those shots, and I'll <laughs> just give it to him. Jab him. Every kid gets stabbed with an EpiPen. <laughs> Like, you want your treat back you know, to your arm. <laughs> but it is. It stresses me out because I really like a lot of these parents. But it's like, for crying out loud, out of the 11, 11 kids out of the 25 kids that I looked at inviting, yeah, have some sort of, like, peanut allergy. Well, wheat, sugar, dairy, you know, <laughs> make a peanut cake. <laughs> covered with cat hair. Nice. And see how we go. Yo. <laughs> well, but it's like, now what do I do? Well, you know what you do is you just, I don't know. <laughs> you just, they're supposed to, if their parents are here, their parents are supposed to monitor them and let them know what they can and cannot have. Okay. I'm just saying. I know. That's what they have to do. I Very mean, if I was a parent of a, of a child that had some sort of allergies, I would make sure that I was at the party. 
Yeah, well, do you remember last year when I threw that surprise birthday party for one of the little girls, and it was a big surprise because I don't have any girls. Yes. Um, and then that mom showed up. Now, granted, this mom showed up at my door for this birthday party. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about. She's really nice. I am really nice. Not you, her. No, well, but you know what? She dropped her kid off. Yes, she did. And now the party hosts weren't there. I really was just the one providing the location. And... She dropped this kid off. I didn't know the kid's name. I didn't know the parent's name. In an emergency, I wouldn't be able to contact anyone. Even the little girls there, only one of them knew this little girl. I would never drop my kid off. That was a kid that went like bananas off the wall on the candy ball. Do you remember that? She was stuffing herself silly. That and she was eating cookies. And eating, oh, and the cookies, the too. The cookies, you're like, she just ate like 15 cookies. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you leave your daughter, you know, you don't care about her well-being. I mean, clearly she didn't have a peanut allergy because she didn't, like, puff up. But and now is it my responsibility? I've got 15 little girls running around, none of which are mine. Right. And now i got to monitor somebody's kid that's parents don't have the wherewithal to even leave me an emergency number. I think that kid should step themselves into, like, infinity. And that's what she did. She did. <laughs> well, love to put well, that well, kid to bed at night. Well, it was strange. I mean, I mean, I don't know who... I mean, I remember in the olden days, like, people would drop their kids off for parties, but they were always, like, smaller parties, um, birthday parties and stuff, but they were going out on a date. I know. They're like, bye, we'll be back. I don't get a lot of time with my husband. We're going out on a date. I'm like, yeah, good. I hope you have sex. Make another baby you don't care about. All right, I've done ranting. We've got to bring Doris on because I'm going to, like, keep ranting all over her time. So, Doris, come on on and give us some uplifting information. Pressure. I'm here. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, well, uh, this is, I'm going to be, I guess, the only serious person today. So, no, I'm everybody, forgive me children, out there, <laughs> Motherhood Talk Radio listeners, but we have to have a little bit of serious news once in a while, so... Anyway, here it is. Uh, this particular feature I saw on uh, ABC World News, and it was focusing on some medical work by Dr. Mehmet Oz, which I'm sure you know many people have heard of. And um, this particular case that Dr. Oz was talking about was about a 44-year-old woman and the uh, uh, heart attack that she had just suffered. And to be honest, the reason that I zoomed in on this was because of you, Sandra, and our audience here on Motherhood Talk Radio, and I thought it would be, you know, of interest to everybody. Anyway, this particular woman suffered a massive heart attack at 44 years old, and now she's on a waiting list for a heart transplant. And the reason Dr. Oz focused on this because he wanted to showcase the symptoms that she experienced to the average American woman, which is what I'm addressing right now, too, hopefully. And uh, the doctor asked her, first of all, did she have pain, shortness of breath before the heart attack? And she said yes. And Dr. Oz pointed out that women are notorious for not speaking up. Like this woman's father said, his daughter was as strong as an ox. But what is significant is that everyday women are showing up more often with these heart problems. And the, the women that uh, are showing up are just like you and me. They're busy. They don't eat, uh, you know, very well all the time. They don't take care of themselves. They uh, don't exercise regularly. They don't get enough sleep. And most importantly, 
They rarely know that they had a family history of heart disease, which I thought was astounding. So uh, anyway, the first thing Dr. Oz says was, we have to know our family history. We need to get regular blood tests, cholesterol, blood sugar, and EKG tests if you have a history of heart disease. And he focused also that women need to get minimum 20 minutes daily exercise, take fish oil supplements, and learn how to manage stress through meditation. This all makes sense, and truthfully, it doesn't sound, you know, like a lot that uh, we can do. But you know what? We can go to commercial break right now, so take your fish oil supplements. I'm going to de-stress, detox. Bring us back after the break with some great Halloween tips for makeup and getting through the holiday season. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. Giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen Masters in Diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod, Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holland. Hey, mamas. Oh, you know, I just, I'm going to have a heart attack on the air. Just, just for tits and giggles. <laughs> so, Doris, you all got me scared now. I'm all stressed out from Halloween, you know, eating 
too much candy. I don't yeah, eat right. Yeah. I did all the things that you said you're not supposed to do other than know that I have a family history of heart disease along yeah, with know. diabetes and, I don't know, no, insanity. Yeah, <laughs> just take I your pick. Yeah, just take your pick. So is there any good news you have for us regarding heart attacks? Yes, the good Please. news is, and I thought this was interesting, uh, that Dr. Oz said that women have a better chance of changing their physical situation than men because our blood vessels are more flexible, they recover better, and they're more resilient. So what we need to know is that we're worth it. We need to speak up, and we need to be an advocate for our own health. I think that is a great, great statement, being an advocate of our own health. And, Christy, I just got to tell you, um, after the radio show, we're going to just take Rick outside and go, you know what, buddy, our blood vessels are more flexible than yours, so just carry on, soldier. <laughs> right. Because uh, he may be wearing that big ghetto bling chain around his neck, you know, to do the shrugs and make himself all big and... and uh, make his yeah, look at him. They're stronger. Yeah, he's I like, ah, oh, look at me. I'm like, I have a heart attack right now. <laughs> Please don't kill yourself, but thank Not you, here Doris. Anyway. Not here anyway. The two of us are going to kill over over here. But um, thank you, Doris, for bringing us that helpful information, and hopefully somebody out there listening today will actually check their heart health history. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's going to be you, Christy? Not today, <laughs> but I, I know. I didn't have a cheeseburger. I'm going to have a cheeseburger tonight, Mr. Bagel-Eaten Fool. I'm just going to have French fries, too. All right, so we are back on track to our Halloween show. I love Halloween. Of course you do. I'm just saying I do, I do. It's, yes, it's with the so fairy fun. lights. Oh, shush. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a great guest today. We have a great guest. Not only is she funny... She is talented. She's good looking. She is smart. She pretty much has all the things going on that we used to have, <laughs> but we don't have anymore. We have Emily Boyd. Thank you for that. Oh, all right. I'll speak on behalf of you anytime. Thanks. Um, we have Emily Boyd Poyer coming on the show today, and she's a makeup artist. Oh. So we get to talk about Halloween for kids. We get to talk about makeup trends, common mistakes, and um, I wanted her to make me look 45 years younger. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to go back to infancy, please. <laughs> so, Emily, are you here with us today? I am. You are. Where are you calling I'm in from? I'm here. <laughs> Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Vermont. Vermont. Ah. Oh, yeah. Vermont's so beautiful this time of year. It is. It's amazing. It's chilly. I love it. Are you going to bring us some maple syrup? Yes. Oh, (laughs) Can you go tap that tree on the air? (laughs) Yeah, we have some right across the street. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So let me ask you, how does somebody who taps trees for sap in Vermont become a makeup artist? I have never tapped a tree, but I just watch people do it. <laughs> Tap that tree. Oh, yeah. We're just having some fun with you. Um, <laughs> so why don't you tell me a little bit about, I mean, how do you get to be a makeup artist? Do you just wake up one day and go, well, I'm really good at putting my face together, and I'm now a makeup artist? Or, or I mean, I don't even I don't even know where to begin with that. It was kind of like that. I mean, I've always had a, an interest in makeup. I've always, I've always loved 
watching my mother and my grandmother put on their makeup, and I've always liked experimenting with color and with textures, and I, I always love mixing things to make blood. I know it sounds gross, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? The reason I wanted to have you on the show today was because that there was a picture I saw of you or a video I saw where your like head was cut off. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, that was that was a slip bro. That was just that was just playing around. <laughs> um, but I, I did a wedding last last year. That was what? I'm sorry? I did a zombie wedding last year, and I was, I was, she wanted a, a big slit throat that was all sewn up. So That I, was, I was a zombie wedding. Yeah, it was a zombie wedding. <laughs> yeah. That is the coolest thing. I mean, you know, we usually get topics on this show like, look, I've written a book, and listen to me talk about what I know. And instead, <laughs> we bring the zombie wedding girl. <laughs> yeah. So how do you that get good at at that, like, did you did you go to like a pro makeup school? Did you like how do, how do you learn how to like make you look like a zombie? That was something I had to look into. I started getting really interested after I went to Barbizon uh, to school of modeling, and it's also an agency. And I went there when I was 16 years old, and after that, I became really interested in makeup, and I wanted to. I wanted to learn just makeup. I saw a lot of things for cosmetology and, and esthetician, and I didn't want to focus on that. I really wanted to learn the art of makeup artistry. And I found a place in Boston, um, David Nicholas International, and he was incredible. I loved him. He was, he was so nice and very, very informative, and it was one-on-one. It was perfect. It wasn't a big class. You didn't have to worry about that. And we had a model, and he had a a photography studio. It was all right there. It was so amazing. So what do you do? Do you, like, when you get makeup lessons, I mean, do you go over color? Do you go over, like, eyebrows? I mean, I, I, I'm just at a loss for wh- how do you learn this stuff? It is. It's, um, it's, it's pretty much learning art. You learn the basic. You learn the structure. You learn bone structure. And then you learn how to, to emphasize Every every detail of your face, you learn the basis of your skin to skin care to all the way to adding things onto your face, adding adding pieces, adding prosthetics, all, all the way up. Wow! And you wow. learn so. So, like, if you're really fat and you want to be really thin <laughs> in your face, can you do that with makeup? You can. You can change the look of your face with. With makeup, you can shade it to make you look. I've I've made myself look like a man, and I walk into my grandmother's room, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were your brother." <laughs> like I was my brother, <laughs> and I I think I was 14 when I did that, and she was she was blown away. <laughs> so that's got to be pretty fun. Are you married? I am. So do you like ever like surprise your husband like get into bed at night, you know, dressed as a man? <laughs> Ah. I do. I do really weird things <laughs> And sometimes he comes home when I'm when I'm feeling crafty, and he finds me with things on my face. <laughs> and like he's today, laughing. Today I look like Lucille yeah. Ball. Tomorrow I look like uh, I don't know uh, whoever Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady yeah. Gaga. Oh. 
That's interesting. That's a good yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Um, so what do you do when you, like, are somebody like me, and I am really pale by nature, I have no pigment in my eyebrows, I have to get my eyebrows and eyelashes dyed, and I have to put self-tanning lotion on to really have any color. I'm ghastly, Casper White on a good day. Help. <laughs> so are you looking at the... There's no help. There's no help. What, what kind of colors are you looking for? I don't know, because everything I buy in the store, most of the stuff I buy in the store is too dark. You know, the lipsticks are too dark, the eyeshadows are too foundation. dark. foundation? Oh, for everything. The lipstick, the oh, eyebrow pencil, you know, unless I buy, like, the lightest of the light. And then I look in the mirror and I look like Opie because I have no expression. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to fly here right away and help us. Yes, Miss <clears throat> Rosy-Cheeked Pigment-Freckled Face. Yes, I need help. <laughs> well, I'm pretty pale myself, but I do, the, I do a lot of contouring, a lot of you play with different colors. Even three colors can do a lot for... For yourself, you can shape shape cheekbones. You can shape the apples of your cheeks. You can shape everything in your eyes. It's just <laughs> so. Where do you begin for somebody like me and Christy, who have amazing social skills, but we might be lacking <laughs> in the makeup department? <clears throat> where do we begin? Do you do you focus on your eyes? Do you focus on your lips? Do you focus on all three? And what sort of makeup? do you suggest for people to buy? I mean, there's, is there anything that we should stay away from? I mean, what what do you think? I would definitely go for the mineral. I don't really use anything but the mineral wear for foundation because it all starts with your skin. You need a really good base. You need to have healthy skin and you need to have just the, the, a good base, a good moisturizer, and... And then you work your way from there. I mean, I love MAC Cosmetics. I love Bare Minerals. Bare Minerals is amazing. I haven't heard anything bad about that for, from people with good skin, people with horrible skin. I've always heard good things about mineral makeup. So, um, so okay, so good foundation is really important, a good base. Um, and then what about for mascara? Like, I tend to smear it all over my face. I cannot keep it on my eyebrows. <laughs> I, you know, I rub my eyes and, you know, I walk into a room and I have a big streak of black across my forehead. I mean, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Just stick with dyeing. You dye you your eyelashes? Yes, I dye my eyelashes. I think that's not a good idea, but I'm not no, going to make is. It is. You can, you can go there. It's, it's actually licensed. I go to a licensed cosmetologist or something like that or, I don't know, freakologist, whatever she is. She <laughs> puts a paper on the wall and she dyes my eyelashes. Oh. Well, that's good. I, I do like that. I've heard a lot of people that have said a, a lot of good things about uh, dyeing your lashes and even making semi-permanent eyeliner. So that's a, See, that's a really good option for people. I, I want to talk about that semi-permanent eyeliner and the permanent eyeliner and lip liner when we get back. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. We have made fun of our segment producer, Rick Swanson, today. Our guest today is Emily Boyd Poirier, and she is a makeup artist. We're going to talk about Halloween tips. And we want to thank Doris Rivas Brecky for her heart-healthy tips. So on the break, go find some fish oils. We'll be right back. 
here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Season Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk, Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 central here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. I'm much more calm now. I was really snarky yeah, in that opening you segment. You were. It took me like two whole segments to calm down. <laughs> I think it was Doris's thing of about having a heart attack. I don't want to keel over on the hey, air. Deep breath. Deep breath. Cleansing <gasps> breath. Deep cleansing breath. Well, I also feel like, you know, we have Emily Boyd Poirier on today, and she's a makeup artist, and she's going to talk about Halloween for kids. And, um... And, you know, this, it's so stressful to dress them up and do all this stuff, but um, we have a special surprise guest on today's show. We've brought on Emily's mom. <laughs> and Emily's mom's going to talk about some of the Halloween costumes that she's made for Emily over the years. Hi. Hi, Robin. Robin. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, Emily. Um, Hi. Hi. Hi, Mom. We do have fun at our house. You ever made Emily? Oh my gosh. She Emily's one of those kids that would say something. Not so much that she wanted it, but she it was almost like a dare. Like I dare you (laughs) to make this. 
I dare you. I bet you're not going to be able to do this, so let me put you on the spot, Mom. And and that was my challenge to come through. I mean, you were, of course, in New England, Halloween can be almost sub-zero. And so one year she wanted to be Ariel from The Little Mermaid, and I thought, how am I going to put that over a snowsuit? But we managed, (laughs) didn't we, Emily? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Layers. And then one year she was... um, uh, a dolphin. She said, Mom, I want to be a dolphin. And so I had to come up with a dolphin costume. <laughs> and when oh, her brother wanted I was a television one year. That's true. You were a television one year. <laughs> that was a fun one. We did some We did some fun things. We really did. Well, it's not surprising that from such a creative mother who's put on, put on, you know, task to create a dolphin, a television, um, <laughs> that you would create such a outstanding daughter who has her own art skills. And, um, Emily, I want you to tell our listeners today, you've got the best blog out there. Uh, I tune into that <laughs> regularly because it, it never fails to make me laugh. What is the name of your blog? Ducks with Hooves. Ducks with Hooves. Dot yeah. Tumblr. Dot com. So you've got a duck, U T C K S, with hooves, H O O V E S, at Tumblr. Dot com. Um, yeah. That is a really great site. And if you want to check out Emily, check out Emily Boyd Makeup. Dot com and uh, check out her stuff because it is really good. She's got a wonderful sense of humor. She's got a really, really great eye for certain things. So I want you, Miss Emily Boyd Poirier, to tell me. When I do Halloween for kids, what do I do? What do I do with makeup? Do I use adult makeup on kids? Do I buy that cheap, awful stuff at Walmart that's like 99 cents for some stuff to paint on their faces? Where do I start? Good place to start is if you wouldn't put it on your face, don't put it on your kid's face because their their skin is younger. They have more sensitive skin than you do. And even though you may break out more than a child, it's still it's still the same stuff. You wouldn't put it on your face, then don't put it on your kid's face, and just be safe with that. <laughs> well, it is because I go um, into Walmart, don't you, Christy? And you look at that whole row of stuff that you're supposed to, you know, spray in your kids' hair yep. and paint on their faces, and it's like ninety nine cents. And it's like, okay, why am I paying thirty nine dollars for a lipstick when you know <laughs> here's one for ninety nine cents, and and it's a full palette of stuff for the kids' skin. Exactly, and there there is better stuff right in in the regular makeup aisle. Even though it's targeted for women, there's different lipsticks, there's different foundations, there's different eyeliners. There's, there's eyeliners of every single color that that has the same palette as the the Halloween makeup, and it's not thin. Or it's just skin breathe. It's, it's much safer and it smells better. It doesn't stain your furniture and the clothes and the car and everything that or your face. Or your face, yeah. I, I have one or your little, face, yeah. I have a makeup tip for you. <laughs> this is for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Do not, I repeat, do not put green food coloring in foundation and put it on your face. Ooh, no. <laughs> you did that? Yes, I did. <laughs> I won the prize, too. <laughs> the best oh, green witch ever. <laughs> How long did it take for that green dye oh, to come okay. off your face? <laughs> I was like... An adult. <laughs> my mom. I just rub it off my face. So basically, 
basically dermabrasion to get off the green food coloring. It was like it was probably like two good days. <laughs> and how old were you? I think I was I was nineteen. So <laughs> my friend was like, "Oh, my mom did this. Blah blah. Just put a little in there and mix it with foundation. It's just like wearing makeup and and that's what I did. Wow. So that's just a don't. That's my own don't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so now what about, okay, so let's get into some, some great ideas about, like, making, like, home goods. Like, I learned not to use Sharpies, you know. I did Sharpie eyebrows one year. and uh-huh. Not on my face, thank you. What, on your kids? No, on somebody in college. <laughs> I did a man too on him, too. He was sleeping. He didn't know. Uh, it was an after party thing. Yeah, that was a part. Never fall asleep first. Don't fall. Don't get drunk and fall asleep in the library and snore really loud the night before I have an yeah. exam. Yeah, that's the rule. For it. <laughs> yep, he did. He did. And people were looking around, and I was sitting there with my sharpie, my black sharpie, and I just walked <laughs> over there, and I'm like. There was an eyebrow, and then I thought, well, I'll just leave him with one eyebrow. I'm like, no, i got to balance him out. And he kind of rolled over, and then I was able to put the Fu Manchu on, and off we go. <laughs> but, yeah, Sharpies take a long time to wear off. Um, but you have some recipes here for, like, secret blood. That I want to hear about. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, secret yeah, blood. That is, that's the famous blood recipe. It took me a long time to figure this out, and I think my mom can vouch for this, how many blood recipes have been around the house. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, come on, come clean. It's a secret family recipe. Okay, it better not be a secret family recipe. <laughs> it's the simplest recipe ever. All it is is chocolate syrup and crystal light powder, the cherry powder. And you can mix it. Yes. So you could like two, two, two things, two of the easiest, simplest things. It took me that long to figure it out. I was using, I was using oh many, many things. I've been using flour, corn syrup, uh, chocolate powder, and oh coffee. I don't know. <laughs> so chocolate syrup, like Hershey's chocolate syrup, right out of the squeeze can. Yeah. Yep. And then crystal light, like the fruit punch or the cranberry. Said cherry. Cherry. Yeah, oh. cherry. I cherry and raspberry. I usually use. Okay, okay, Christy. Don't alter her recipe. I'm she sorry. so hard. It didn't really come out. <laughs> I know. It's like the ingredient police on the air. Well, you can't change a recipe. I'm very against that. All right. Just saying. Well, and do you, you just stir it in or do you mix it in a blender? There's what? What did you say, Doris? Do you stir it in or do you mix it in a blender? If you mix it in the blender, it gets too many air bubbles and it doesn't it doesn't flow right. And if you just mix it. Just in a cup. I usually just use a cup or a bucket. We had a big bucket one time. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like, it sounds like fun over at your house. I know. I want to go where there's, like, a bucket of chocolate blood. I know. Yeah. Like that scene from Carrie's, remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 When we have, yeah. Are you kidding? I'd be hung upside down with a funnel. Like an animal house funnel. Line me up. (laughs) Chocolate bong. We water it down. (laughs) We've had, you water it down and then, you know those, those cannons that you, uh, in the, in the pool, you kind of, you pull a lever and it sucks. Yeah, the water cannon. Water. Yeah, the water cannon. Yeah. We, we use that for blood, to spray it everywhere. <gasps> oh, what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> I want to come to your party. Yeah. 
Like if you if you wanted to be a zombie bride, you can spray it all over the dress. So it was like splatter effect or oh. splatter effect. Does it cars. dry up or does it stay sticky? <laughs> like it stays yeah. sticky. It kind of dries. Um, okay. So you can re- reapply it, or if you want the dry look, that's what the chocolate does. When it dries, it dries like real blood, and it dries a brown color. And that's what I was kind of trying to get. That's kind of that red to brown. That's really cool. Yeah. So the only thing I will warn you about, though, if you're using this chocolate sauce and you've sprayed yourself as a zombie, do not pass out on the ground, because I would imagine the ants would love <laughs> all <laughs> chocolate blood all over you. <laughs> That's kind of gruesome, though. I mean, I could have met or like, bears. Just walk into somebody's Halloween party covered with live ants. That would be cool. That's going to be a costume that's <laughs> tough to top. It smells like Tootsie Pop, too. It's delicious. It what? It smells like Tootsie Pop. It's delicious. I bet. I'd be like, excuse me, I have to gnaw on my shirt before I go in the other room. Start licking you. Yeah, because who would think, like, chocolate syrup, Percy's chocolate syrup, but it makes sense because, you know, blood is, you know, like dark brown when it dries and it gets, you know, it's got that red pigment in it and you're basically using the dye from the crystal light. Yes. That's really cool. So we've got about two minutes uh, to break. Um, And, uh, Emily, what's, what's, what are the, the the best ingredients that you could have on hand for Halloween to make either an adhesive, you know, we know to make your secret blood. What are some pantry items that we should have on hand to do for Halloween? Scott toilet paper. Scott and toilet paper. And Elmer's glue. And Elmer's glue. You know what yeah. I love about Elmer's this, Christy, glue. is it's stuff like she's not asking us to go out and buy some weird, like, ground mule hoop. Scott's toilet paper, Emma's glue, uh, what do we got? Hershey syrup and crystal light, um, was it cherry? Cherry powder. Cherry powder, powder yes. yes. I think the, the food police have left. <laughs> oh, well, flour and corn syrup, that's another good one. Robin just chimed in with flour and corn syrup. Okay, when we come back from the break, we are about to go to break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio, along with the food police, Christy Holly, and um, the recipe police. You are the recipe police. And then we have Doris Rivas Brecky, who's joined us today, and we made fun of her heart stuff. But when we keel over, she will be (laughs) laughing last. Uh, I'd like you guys to check out our website at motherhoodtalkradio.com. You can also pick us up on iTunes if you go to the search box and put in motherhood talk radio when we come back from the break we're going to talk about mistakes we make with makeup mom here's your show motherhood talk radio giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. 
Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, on toginet.com. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 Central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holland. Hey, mamas, this is our pre-Halloween Get Ready for the Madness show. Uh, We've talked a lot about costumes. We've talked a lot about stress. We've learned how to make fake blood with chocolate syrup and cherry crystal light. Right. Um, We've also talked about Scott toilet paper and Elmer's glue, but I don't really know what to do with that. I can think of something. (laughs) Me too, but what do we do with that? (laughs) What do we do with that, Emily? Help us. All you do... This is a good, fun part. You take the almond glow and you just smear it on your face, a thin layer, just smear it on your face like you would a mask. I mean, it's you can eat the stuff. It's it's kid friendly. It's biodegradable. It's fine. And you just put it on your face, and then layer by layer, you put this got tissue on. And you could either crinkle it while it's still wet to make it look like a, a crinkly zombie or a mummy, or you could peel it back to make it look like a wound after it dries. That's very oh, easy. love that. I do, too. Mm. Yeah. And then you oh. just cover it with a colored foundation, not with food coloring. But that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> Stand back from the food coloring. Yeah. <laughs> but so regular, regular colored makeup. Now, how long does it take for this thing to dry? Um, the thinner the layer, the better. And I usually use a hair dryer on cool, and I put it about a foot away from my face or my leg or whatever I'm working on, and I, I blow dry it. And there's also liquid latex depending on how old uh, your kid is or you can do it yourself. But liquid latex has an alcohol base, so it's a little stronger. It's very pungent. And that's the same thing as Elmer's glue. And you do it the same process. You wait for it to dry. And you can make Could you wounds. conceivably do this in a bathroom in less than, like, four or five minutes? Uh, well, depending on what you want to do. Because 
if you want a lot of layers or if you want a lot of wounds, it would probably take about maybe 10 to 15 minutes. No, see, so I was thinking, Emily, I want to teach you, like, you've taught us a lot about makeup. I want to teach you how to have fun with makeup. Um, as part of my professional career, I have to sit through a lot of these really boring dinners. Christy will attest to this. <laughs> and I generally do not behave myself. Like, when we were together one time, she was mad because I was crunching on something. Uh, sir, sir, in a, like, conference room. <gasps> all oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but anyway. Okay, but the other thing I love to do, Emily, when I'm at these events, I like to play the floating mole game. And I will go in the bathroom, and I will draw, like, a mole on my chin. And then I'll come back and resume talking to everybody. And then I'll get up, go back to the restroom, or maybe go up to the front desk, something, just wander away, remove the mole, and put it, like, over my eyebrow. And I like to do this because every once in a while, one of the wait staff will be like, didn't you? Didn't you? And I'm like, yes, you're paying attention to me because most of the time it doesn't happen. So I was thinking one of the things I like to do at adult dinner party tricks is to have the floating mole that moves around my face. But I was thinking, how cool would it come to come from the bathroom with a gaping head wound? (laughs) (laughs) All right, just a little scratch. Something. (laughs) You gotta admit. That would be so fun. Well, but these things are boring, and then once people figure it out, they're like, oh, my God, you go and you draw moles on your face. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. How about you? (laughs) Or a slight mustache. A little. (laughs) That would be good. That would be good. You know, I just think it's, it's like some of this stuff is so boring, and if you don't have fun with it, and when you said it just takes Elmer's glue, which I could stick in my purse, and there's toilet paper in the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, I'm good to go. And then and then Weird. cover it with foundation, and it looks like you have a dry patch. This is like the, the wandering dry patch. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that the next time I have to go to one of these events where I wear one of my slinky little dresses. I'm going to put, like, a big wound, like, right on my chest so that when they look down my shirt, instead of going, <laughs> yeah. wow, they're like, oh. <laughs> to repulse them. That's great. Well, you know, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. I know. <laughs> so, Emily, have you had any big makeup disasters where you, like, you know, you're the makeup artist, you go out, you go into different lighting, and you're like, oh, i got to rethink that. Um, I have had a couple when, when you turn on the lights, because lights are always changing. You have to think about the lights of, especially when you're on an HD camera, and if you have a foundation with a lot of SPF in it, some of the SPF is pretty high. Some of them are 20 to 30 um, SPF in a foundation. Right. And once an HD camera hits that, you look like a ghost. It's just this glowing skin. I was like, oh, and you just have to you have to cover it with bronzer. You just have to add more layers, and just you have to fix it so fast. And that was, is it the reflection? Is that is it the SPF reflectors that are deflecting the light that makes because that happens to me and I wear sun I wear sunscreen and then I wear foundation with sunscreen and then sometimes on certain certain pictures that are taken of me I'm like oh my god I look like Casper the Ghost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. It's the it's the reflectors and it's the chemical itself. And uh, all you have to do is when you're getting ready for a picture like that, it's whatever look too dark is is fine. It, if it looks too dark, then it'll be okay on camera. Because when after a photo shoot or something, or a, a, a video, 
you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I'm not going out in public like this. But it, it looks fine. It looks fine on camera because the brows are too dark, uh, the eyes are too dark, but you just have to know what it looks like on screen. Well, and I think when you talk about lighting, it, that is a big deal because, you know, recently I was um, down in Los Angeles at a party and um, I put on my party makeup. And the thing is, sometimes when they do funky lighting, like when the light goes blue and the light goes green, I was dancing with this guy and he had this mixture look of like kind of fascination and horror <laughs> at the same time, you know, because I'm dancing away, smiling at him. And then when I walked in and I caught a look at myself against the mirrored wall, I was horrified. I looked like the Joker, you know. <laughs> I didn't look like that when I got out of the car. I had this great pink fuchsia lipstick, but in that blue-green light that they had in the club, it was horrifying. <laughs> And there's just nothing you can do other than scrape your face off and start over. Exactly. Well, it's hard to prepare for opposite lights like that, like blue light, black light. But I like to, I always like to get ready in natural light. I always get ready in, I like to get ready for events in fluorescent light because you're always in fluorescent light. So if you have fluorescent light, that always helps. Or get ready at the place. And the natural light is perfect. That's the best option ever. Well, and that makes such sense because, you know, I think about that. Like I go to a lot of different events and I'm photographed uh, a lot, and I never seem to get it right. And um, But if you think about it, if you're going to an event with fluorescent lights, like a conference room or something, you know, to, to obviously use brighter, more fluorescent lights and then versus – because I do look washed out then under the fluorescent lights. Yeah. Very difficult. Very difficult as women to walk around looking good. I, I just got to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. A lot of upkeep. It's a lot of upkeep. Um, so uh, I want to talk about this video that you did, this viral video, Pretty Girl Makes Faces. <laughs> now, where did that come from? I don't know. There, when, when Mac first came out with their laptop, they had this this application called Photo Booth. And my friend and I would go into Best Buy and they would have this huge setup of all these all these computers, and they would all have the cameras in the laptop, and we would play with all these effects. And I would laugh like that in Best Buy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy anything, but you went in there to laugh. I didn't buy anything, but I would laugh like that all the time. And they would they would be very concerned. I'd be asked by every associate there, and then finally left after I don't know two hours. But it was. All the time that I would do that, and my brother finally got one, and I had some fun with it. So that's what happened. Well, now, now let's just let's call a spade a spade here. When you talk about having some fun with it, uh, you're talking about almost two million views of fun, eleven and a half thousand likes, and only five hundred losers disliked it. But they just liked it. I just not watching it, and very funny. <laughs> So how do you, you like how do you get two million views on a video that's that's you being a goofball? <laughs> I don't know. One day I was just <laughs> looking on my Facebook and someone said that you were gonna be on Jimmy Fallon and that was I didn't understand what they were talking about. So you can go on your YouTube and you can see everyone that links your video. And I saw that it was linked to all these things, and I had no idea this had ever happened. And then that day I was on Jimmy Fallon, and I had no idea how it got to 
200,000 to a million, just overnight, pretty much. <laughs> well, and then to almost 2 million, and you make money off of this. Yes, I do. You can go to uh, Google AdSense. If you put advertisement on your video, if you have no copyright restrictions on your video, you can put an advertisement. And every time someone clicks on that, they you make money for it. Okay, so everybody listening today, go to Pretty Girl Makes Faces on YouTube, like it, and click on the words. <laughs> we need to pay off uh, Emily's wedding, who just got married this yeah. year. <laughs> um, but you guys should check her out because it's really funny. She's got a lot of great things um, to teach us about making blood, which is Hershey syrup and uh, Crystal Light Cherry. If you want to have some gaping wounds at your next holiday party, use Scott toilet paper along with Elmer's glue. Dab a little bit of foundation on top of it. Do not add food coloring, as yes. Christy Holly has taught us. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to check out your website, emilyboydmakeup.com. And, um, God, you got to watch this YouTube video because you can't watch it and not laugh. That's the thing. It's just It just makes you laugh. And, Emily, I want to thank you for being on our show today. Emily Boyd Poirier is our guest. Pretty Girl Makes Faces is her <laughs> YouTube video. Check it out, friends. It. Knock yourself out on those Google AdWords. Just think every click you're paying off Emily's wedding. Uh, Christy, <laughs> I want to thank you for being our guest. Our host today. Well, thank you. I know. I know. Actually, we're talking a lot because it was a topic you liked versus a topic you didn't like. Oh. I want to thank Doris Rivas Brecky for taking care of our hearts. She's dear in our hearts, and she actually worries about us. And I know I tease her unmercifully, but um, when we come back next week, we're gonna have <laughs> our guest is next week. Robin, do you know? No, I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> thanks for being here. Thanks for telling us Emily's stories. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Grontoginet.com. Join us every 